We're heading for Christmas and still we stand tall because maybe he's seen us and welcomes us all. Yeah. With only so many days to go and things to be wrapped, I'm sure that we're all jolly. So it's the final countdown. (laughs) It's the pool scene podcast. Hopefully that WTF intro is worthy of what we've been producing for WTF season. This week, it's a swim meet series episode, a polar plunge, if you will. We're having some cold drinks. Why don't you go get us some cold drinks? And doing a countdown of sorts. That man who hates the description of cold drinks is Jim. Hey now. I am Kevin, the Youngstown Goblin. Hey, I'm I'm trying it on. (laughs) What the fuck does that even mean? I have no idea. Youngstown Goblin. All right, that works. Advent calendars are a countdown to Christmas, usually starting on December 1st, where a window or drawer or whatever is opened each day until Christmas. Some only count down 12 days. Their, their origins go back to early 1800s in Germany with wooden versions. Christians have had many versions, such as marking their doors with chalk, and then they, like, rub one mark off. Yeah, I remember that. And advent candles, and, like, this thing I saw with, like, religious photos where each day they add another religious photo, and it somehow counts so up to they Christmas. So they didn't book ass to Aldi's to get the alcohol advent. No, they didn't get in line the day they were released. Savages, man. I mean, they have to be, because at Aldi which is Aldi singular. So See, I Aldi's. call it Aldi. Everybody does. They should. Yeah. But Aldi, you can buy the, the booze advent calendars for on the cheap side. Everywhere else are $150, $200, whatever. So now you can get, as, as I was going to say, advent calendars that reveal toys, chocolates, cheese, just about anything. But pool sceners, you know our style. And we're going to piss all over tradition, Troll oh, 2 oh style. Oh man, are we. We are going to do the first ever and maybe last ever pool scene advent episode. So in our version, Jim and I have each bought each other six alcoholic beverages. Jim doesn't know what I've bought for him. I don't know what he's bought for me. Now, I have built a little box. Yes. With compartments to house the beverages. So one by one, they will be a total surprise. Jim kind of did the same thing for me, which I won't pick up right now. For our Twitch viewers at Pool Scene Podcast, twitch.tv. So what we will do is attach to each of the alcoholic beverages at least Two prompts, which could be movies, TV shows, pool check topics, critical questions, anything. We don't know the prompts that each other have written. We will discuss the prompts as we finish our beverages and so on until we finished. At the end of our advent calendar, not only will we probably be pretty drunk, but that'll be the kickoff for the Christmas content for the rest of the month here on the Pool Scene Podcast. Merry Christmas, everybody. So let us begin by each selecting... Our first beverages, which will lead to our first four topics. Now, Jim has numbered his. I'm going to follow his numbers. You Jim. got your knife to cut it. <laughs> yes, knife. Knife. Got a knife for the Twitch viewers. Yes. Um, We're getting Jim, dangerous. You can, uh, you can just make your choice. Oh, this seems dangerous. Oh, no. Uh, there's there's something else in oh, there, by God, the way. No. And there's the note. Pull the note. Is that ketchup packet? <laughs> Mayonnaise? Yeah. I'm not. What? Here you go. You got to call it. Number one, it's called J-O. J- I'm n- no way. It is Jaeger Mayo. Okay. I see what Jim. Uh, yes. And here are the two things. <laughs> All right. So heavyweights, uh, four months, three weeks, two days. Now, Kevin and I, here's the caveat. We probably put in maybe two wild cards that either of us thought maybe we didn't know about. Yeah. If you're not sure about, I put a sidebar under there. The Heaven Music Video by Brian Adams. Okay, perfect. All right. So, Jim, open your first. Yeah. This mayo is going over here. (laughs) Oh, come on. Do you want to try? Oh, what (laughs) we got? 
We got, well, first off, we have Beatbox Tropical Punch. It's 11.1% alcohol, so very good. Is it still frozen solid? Oh, no, it's got, it's there's some bit. there's some okay. frozen element to it, but it might be good. And my choices are, I literally watched this last night, Kenny versus Spenny and Beer Fest. Kenny versus Spenny, I know more about than Beer Fest, because I've only seen Beer Fest one time, which is sacrilege. Okay, so let's uh, start start drinking. All right. And You're not going to do the J-O? No. Ah. No J for me, or actually, it was would be the uh would be the mayo so it'd be the do you want to, here you, you don't have to drink the, the whole AO. thing just okay. do a shot glass nobody drinks the whole thing and you know what when i bought that well, at the liquor store shout out to m&m beer for the help they gave me with some of these selections i retired from jägermeister <laughs> college because before college because the last time i drank jägermeister i freestyle rapped which i do when i'm drunk sometimes yeah but my friend was like, holy, that's actually pretty good. And he went to the party we were at. He went to the girl's computer. Yeah. He wrote a record contract and printed it out. And he presented me with a record contract and I ate it. And then I had to puke a little bit later from too much Jägermeister. Yeah. And I go to the, uh, I try to go to the bathroom so I can puke at the party. Okay. And there's a dude in there shitting. He just like, <laughs> I opened the door on someone shitting. And I was like, I have to go. I have to go outside. And uh, yeah. So I ate my record contract the last time I drank Jägermeister. So this ought to be interesting. All right. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to? We'll, we'll uh, kick back and forth. We'll go uh, your first, my first. Okay. You want first, me to? Uh, salute. Salute. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Well, that's a shot. I got to kind of nurse this a bit. That's disgusting. Have you had Jaeger in a long time? Dude, I have bad memories of Jaeger. Yeah. There's still, you know what I like about this? It's like a slushy. Yeah. And well, I enjoy it, it even says, though it's not supposed to be. Well, it but it's says, good. I think it says best served uh, frozen. This is really good. So heavyweights uh, is a Ben Stiller's in it. He plays a counselor. Yes, he plays Uncle Tony. Yeah, and it's about a fat camp, for lack of a better term. That's what it is about kids who go to this fat camp. But really, is it like a, not a money making scheme? But they're not really there to help these kids. They're just there to kind. Well, of the be- funny thing about heavyweights was Ben Stiller's dad, Jerry, in his real life mom and Mara were the original runners of the camp, but they're retiring. So Ben Stiller comes in as, you know, his name's Tony. He wants all the kids to call him Uncle Tony. He buys the the camp and makes it a fat camp basically for an infomercial. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Tony Perkis, Perkis power. I, I don't have is I didn't watch heavyweights on repeat the way I know a lot of kids in our generation did. I was more of like the mighty ducks, which shared some of the same cast. It did. As a lot of those movies in the early nineties is a lot of turnover. Uh, another memory I can remember about heavyweights is what year? What year was heavyweights? 94. 94. So it's probably 95, oh. 96. I can remember having a birthday party uh, where a bunch of my friends, like my parents didn't really care. So it wasn't necessarily sneaking out, but I can remember having a birthday party at my house and my parents had went to bed and everybody was like, Hey, let's sneak out. Let's go walk around. And I was like, I don't Rebels, think it's a good man. idea, but we re- had rented, um, heavyweights and we're watching heavyweights that night. So you don't have to keep drinking that if you don't want no, to, we, we got a lot, drink a little bit more. We have four topics before <laughs> we move on to the next drink. <laughs> So Man. I will have a little bit more. Remember, I initially said we should do this on a Friday. I, yeah, <laughs> I know. So, all right. Is that enough with the heavyweights? You want to move on to yeah. the first? Uh, I will go to Kenny versus Spenny now. Yeah. Ironic, like I said, I watched it last night. I've been a big Kenny versus Spenny now, Kenny fan. Versus, Kenny versus Spenny is a Canadian. Yes. I wouldn't even call it a sketch comedy show. It's not. It's basically a dumb competition show. Each episode is a different competition to see who can like. Now, 
Kenny, I don't remember the difference between Kenny and Spenny, but one is very aggressive. Spenny is very aggressive, and Kenny's like the guy who fucks around and picks on Spenny, and Spenny just slaps the shit out of him. Yeah. He's very... Kenny knows how to press the button, dude. Lifelong friends. If if you like uh, Jackass, if you like that oh. like turn-of-the-century, early 2000s type humor, uh, Kenny vs. Spinning is an awesome uh, visit if you can find it. Is it streaming on anything? I don't think it is. Oh, actually, no, it is. It's uh, Actually, it's on YouTube. They actually okay. uploaded all the episodes to YouTube except two episodes that did not get uploaded because one is who can produce the most semen. And at one point, he throws his yeah. semen in Kenny's mouth yeah. in a Spenny's mouth and Spenny freaks the fuck out and there was who can basically What's have sex with most women <laughs> and the plot twist to that is Kenny hired woman in uh, a man in transition except it was a uh, pre-op and what happened was Spenny didn't know and then Kenny says hey I did yeah. this and Spenny literally almost kills Kenny yeah what was the episode where they have to they can't stop singing oh yeah that's it the first to stop singing loses yeah and they literally, to the point, you know, old McDonald had a farm. And they went for like 30 straight I, yeah, hours. And I like when they just sing whatever they're saying. Like, yes. It's not a real song. It's I'm like, going to punch you in yeah. the face uh-huh. because if I sing any longer, I'm going to have sex with your mom. And that's the biggest thing that Kenny does is he knows how to get to Spenny by saying how much he wants to have sex with his doesn't mom. Doesn't he actually have sex with his mom at some point? He doesn't have sex with her, but he like makes out with her. Yeah. And it really is hilarious how Spenny gets so out of shape. It's great. I, if you haven't watched it, Pool Sceners, I would recommend checking out Kenny versus Spenny. Yes, please. Okay, four months, <laughs> three now, weeks, two days. two days. Do you know anything about this movie? I No, nothing at all. Now, with that sound of the movie, how is that? I couldn't have told you if that was a song, a movie, an album. Now, what what do you think after looking at the title of that movie? What is it about? If you just riff on it and I will tell you what I it is. I would say about. four months, three weeks, two days where my mind goes is like a river wild type of like rom-com adventure river wild type movie. What year do you think it came out? 84. Okay. So it came out in 2007 oh. and here's how far off you are. The film is set in communist Romania oh in the final God. years of the Ceausescu era. It tells the story of two students, roommates in a university dorm, who try to procure an illegal abortion. Inspired wow. by an antidote from the period in general social historic context, it depicts the loyalty of two friends in the struggles they face. Now, when I went into like the top, I think it was like 100 movies of the 2000s. This was like in the 40s according to Rotten Tomatoes. Really? So it ranked really high. And when we decided we were going to do wild cards, I was like, this would be a really good wild card to pull out. Yeah, that's that's something I had not heard of that. So why was the sidebar heaven by Brian Adams? In case you were like, I didn't know how to riff oh. enough about it. You know so much. We've talked about it briefly on this podcast. That video alone. Heaven you by love Brian it. Adams is such a nuts video because it's like this this guy getting his, his he got in a car accident or yeah. a DUI or something and his his girlfriend just wanders across the street into a Brian Adams concert. It's like the it's most a nutty video. Bizarre. I love it. I would tell everybody to absolutely go and watch uh, the Heaven Brian Adams video. All right. So my next one is Beer 
Fest. Yeah. Now, Beer Fest from the boys at Broken Lizard. Mm-hmm. I've met two of them when I worked up in Cleveland Radio. Nice as hell, guys. This was right before they said they were in the process of filming Super Troopers 2, which I still have never seen the second Super Troopers. Don't, don't do it. Really that bad? Yep, don't do it. So, Beer Fest basically is the guys from Broken Lizard. Five of them, right? Or is mm-hmm. there six? There's five of them? God, I've only watched this once. All they do is drink. They drink beer. They're beer it's, drinkers. Yeah. And it's basically, they're a team, and eventually they have to do a competition in which they face the biggest beer drinkers in the world. Yeah, so it's, exactly, it is a, their grandfather dies, and they have to go to the old country to spread his ashes. Why is Jeremy always considered the old country? I think Italy is the old country. Do you, I've never heard Italy referred to as the old country. I've only heard Germany as the old country. Hmm, I don't know. So their grandfather dies, they have to go back to the old country to spread his ashes ashes at beer fest which they interpret as Oktoberfest. that's right but Oktoberfest right. is like a joke and what actually turns out is there is this adjacent beer drinking competition that they are led to where countries compete in the beer drinking championship and they're so blown away by it the first year despite having their grandpa's ashes thrown all over them that they vow to train and return the following year after a year of training. Now I will say the funniest theater experience I've ever had like this. There were so many like just rip roaring drunk dudes in there. It should this be. one dude showed up in like a beer drinking helmet and yeah. I like I was like, I appreciate that. I don't know how you got it in here, but awesome. Uh, as Jim said, it's Broken Lizard. This is the last of their movies to get a wide theatrical release. Because that is right. after this, Slam you have and Slam and Salmon, Salmon, which I, I love. It's a good one. But it's a very much a direct-to-DVD movie. And then all the following, like Super Troopers 2, anything that It's followed. weird how they bookended. They started with Puddle Cruiser, yeah. which was basically a direct-to-movie. Yeah. And then Super Troopers was the one that made them go big. But yeah. I think our personal favorite Club is Club Dread, Dread yeah. by far. A lot of ridiculous shit in this one. The one big complaint I have is that one character, Landfill, dies. They replace him with his identical twin brother, Gil, and they do a whole soliloquy. That's where right. Like, I forgot about Gil. It'll be like Gil's never even gone. So they killed him without stakes. And that's the joke. But like, it bothers me. I don't like how they did that. It just kind of is annoying. All right. All well, right. We've, we've done four. All right. I'm going to put this uh, one aside. Yeah. Save it later. Okay, Jim, you go ahead and pull yours first. All right. Up next. 2022 advent counter by the way everybody i am viral now if you look on my instagram my one video on the reels has now over 32,000 views now if i had a thousand followers i would have made money off of it so whatever save la vie so we have ooh, the crimson mask by three floyds that dusty Rhodes on there we got a big battle in front of us baby and it's just starting so let's get fucking like a monkey Make sure the Twitch chat so you can see that crimson mask and my two. I'm just holding a knife. (laughs) Knife. You got to say it like that. Knife. Ah, fuck. Willow, which I I think I might have saw for five minutes when it first came out. The new Willow is now streaming. I saw that today. Mm -hmm. Warwick Davis. Love him. Awesome. So it's Willow in. Oh, we have a question. Best movie by an SNL cast member. Ooh. Okay. So let me open. I did not bring a can opener. Do, Do we you need a can opener? It's, well, it's not it a like screw- tomato soup. Oh, oh I got Jesus. you. I know what you mean. Hold on. What the fuck <laughs> are you doing? It is Jackson Morgan banana cream liqueur. 
Okay, you're going to be adding this to your bar. <laughs> Actually, the uh, the missus, that, that's her. She's okay, like, you guys can say, use it for the calendar. Yeah, this this seems like it should be good, actually. Okay, but this is not coming off. Okay, I don't have a, an opener, I so think, you're going to have to run and get one. It's fine. All right, go ahead. You keep talking. Okay, I will keep talking. I'm going to sample this. Oh, I have two trending topics, which I'll wait to read until Jim. I don't know why I call them trending topics. Kind of strange. And it, Diablo sauce? <laughs> With the Jackson Morgan, what are we doing here? That's ridiculous. Diablo sauce, Jackson Morgan. Jim just wants to make me fucking puke. It's like milk. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. You don't have to do that. I just thought it'd be funny. What, the, I'll try a little bit with the Diablo sauce. It might be better. I tried some of that the other day. I did not like it. It's too, like, sickening sweet for me. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, th- I think I called it a uh, bedoblo or something like that. It it tastes I like it it, it describe it to our uh, Twitch followers. It hits something. There is some it like it it tastes like a banana popsicle, but it also has like something going on in there. Yeah. Oh god. I'm half tempted. And you put did you put some Diablo in no, it or I'm no? I'm gonna try that. Oh I'm do god. It, hit it a, I'll do it in a second. I'm excited about this. Twitch viewers, just remember twitch.tv at pool scene podcast at pool scene podcast Facebook and Instagram. Join the pool sceners group for exclusive content. Legitimately think Jim wants me to fucking pee. <laughs> It doesn't mean you have to do it. You didn't do J-O that I wanted to call Yayo oh, at so first. So you called these. Yeah. Benablo. But <laughs> Benablo. Benablo. Ghost can't do it. Oh, it's another wild card. And St. Elmo's fire. Jim, I have no idea <laughs> what you're expecting out of me. You're going to get. Why don't we talk about Willow first? Oh, shit. This is going to be bad for me. So Willow is a 1989. Yeah. Fantasy movie. So it's produced Starring by George, Warwick Davis. Produced by George Lucas, directed by Ron Howard, based on a story written by George Lucas. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is <laughs> Oh, this is sour? I don't know. I have no idea what it is, uh, actually. Let's see. Well, it definitely says it's not normal. An American, oh, I can't even, it's, oh, I can't even read it. What's it taste like? You want to try it? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it's a sour. Oh, maza. Oh, <laughs> It's a, it's sour. I don't what? know if it's a sour, but it's definitely sour. It's assy. So Willow, produced by George Lucas, directed by Ron Howard, based on a story by George Lucas. It's like wild fantasy fantasy shit, like PG thirteen Game of Thrones. Basically, yeah. Warwick D- Davis it plays the titular Willow, who's awesome. He's awesome. Someone gets turned into a goat. Oh wait, Val Kilmer's in this. Val Kilmer's in it. He plays uh, Mad Madigan. I had a lot of Willow toys growing up. I was gonna say I had a couple Willow I, toys. I think they were just like little figurines. There was an NES game. Yeah, and uh, there's as Jim said, there's a new Willow series on. Disney Plus. Warwick Davis is back. He's back. He's the man behind the mask. He's not literally behind a mask. So he's not Jason. No, he's not How Jason. great if this Willow involved Warwick Davis as Jason. <laughs> he's fighting Jason Voorhees. With Alice Cooper doing the theme oh song. Oh my god, I would watch that. Alice Cooper could be on Willow as is. Dude, at this rate, maybe we should just be like, oh, I don't know anything about this movie. I'm going to make up my own movie to it. All right, let's move to Jim's first you're, that he wrote for me. You're going to be fucking. still have a knife in case he pisses me off. You're going to uh, be fucking blown away by this. Ghosts can't do it. Oh. I'm assuming they're going for an entendre where ghosts, it meaning sex. Yes. Okay. So it is a, once again, also 1989 movie considered one of the worst movies ever made starring Bo Derek and Anthony Quinn 
And it's called one of the worst movies ever. It's one of the worst movies ever made. And that POS, Donald Trump appears as himself in this movie. He liked to do that. And he also received a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Supporting Actor. For Trump? For Trump. Oh, my God. Trump, along with Leo Damien. What a name. I wonder if he's related to Michael Damien. Was also nominated for Worst New Star, but lost to Sofia Coppola in The Godfather Part 3. The film also won Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Picture, Worst Actress for Bo Derek, and Worst Director for John Derek who was her husband, I believe. The film was a box office disappointment and received negative reviews. Kevin, it was so bad that there's not even how much it made at the box office because it made virtually nothing. Okay. So this could be something to watch. So what's it about, though? What is it? So the movie is Katie is married to an elderly billionaire. In spite of their 30-year age difference, great, right off the bat, 30 (laughs) years, the two are deeply in love and live an active, fun-filled life, including passionate and frequent sex. Whoa. While the two are horseback riding, Scott suffers a heart attack. He survives, but the couple is devastated to learn that he will no longer be able to have sex. Are you kidding me? Nope. Scott is denied a heart transplant due to his advanced age. Scott being Anthony Quinn, choosing to die on his own terms rather than to live on borrowed time. Scott commits suicide. Scott is met by a fledgling guardian angel. Julie Newmar is in this. Okay. Uh, Scott comes up with a plan for Katie to commit murder so Scott can possess her victim's body. This movie is all over the fucking place, Kevin. You I, you just sold me, I think. Also, like at first, I was like, this just sounds horrible. But now I'm like, I kind of want to watch it. Also, just because we talk about these movies here doesn't mean we can't cover them in a future episode full length. Yes, we're just going to riff on them for five minutes or something. I'm but. thinking this is a possibility. that For we, WTF season. Oh, we might have to track this okay. down. It's probably available in no format. Speaking of WTF, I'm about to... Put some Diablo sauce. Oh my God, you're going to do a Bonoblo. And uh, not too much. That's probably. Yeah, uh, that's. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, Damn, this is yeah. fucking disgusting. Hey, you don't have to. <laughs> oh God. Just start chugging water. So I understand why they put Dusty Roads on the front of this because it makes it you want to. like Dusty? I, if it tasted like Dusty Roads, it probably tastes better. No, it makes you want to talk like Dusty after you drink it. Oh God. Oh. Jim, you didn't have to punish me. You could have put stuff in here I liked. Hey, there's other stuff in there you will like. Okay. You don't have to mix anything. Those were the only two Ugh. things that had mixing. Well, that's that's a good... And the one you did you passed on, so I'm that's getting fine. the heat now. I mean, not that Diablo is like super hot, but I'm getting the heat now in the back end. You know what I've noticed, though? As we've gotten older, I remember back in the day with Taco Bell, I could only do mild sauce because I was like, anything above that's yeah. hot. Now, even Diablo, I'm like, eh, tolerant, Jim. That's the more, you know, you... Seasoned veteranship. Yes, you give seasoned veteranship, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move to the next one. All right, so this might be different. Best movie by an SNL cast member. God, we you can run the gamut. How much your your knee jerk? Knee jerk reaction. Dan Aykroyd, Coneheads. No, what? <laughs> no. So you have well, uh, okay. It's probably something with Bill Murray, Eddie Murphy, or maybe Sandler, Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase, maybe Chevy Chase is in there. Okay, if you want to get serious, I would say Bill Murray, probably Ghostbusters. Stripes is really good. I think definitively it can't be argued. It's one of two. It's either it's Pat or Stuart saves his family. <laughs> Uh, no, I, re- I really love, I really oh. love Brigsby Bear with Kyle Mooney. What an amazing movie. Mark Hamill. It's so good, but not best. Just, I like it. Coming to America. That's a great one. Groundhog Day. Joe Dirt. I love it. Didn't like it. Pop star. Never stop. Never stopping. Never saw it. 
Oh, it's incredible. We should do that this season. Pool seniors, we'd love to hear your answers about your favorite. But I, I would say Eddie Murphy has probably had the best. Eddie Murphy or Bill Murray probably have had the best critical, critically acclaimed careers out of SNL cast members. But, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be like the critical acclaimed movies. It could yeah. also be Wayne's World. It could be Austin Powers. It could be Tommy Boy. It could be Black Sheep. It's crazy when you think about how many SNL cast members have great movies. Even the ones that were like the ancillary characters. Bridesmaids is awesome. It's an excellent movie. So Bridesmaids could even qualify. So funny story. My last wedding I ever DJed was my god niece Kirsten. I started playing Hold On by Wilson Phillips and I got on a dance floor and I got all her bridesmaid. I'm like, all right, guys, let's do the bridesmaid thing to the song. All the girls there were like, what's what do you mean bridesmaids thing? I'm like, this movie didn't even come out that long ago. You don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. Right. If you're a bridesmaid, all my ladies out there, you have to watch this movie as a prereq in order to do things on a dance floor that are needed as as in the Wilson Phillips hold on. All right, so let's move on. Uh, I don't think there's any SNL characters in St. Elmo's Fire. Is what that, a horse pile of <laughs> shit this movie. It's a it's a, a Brat Pack movie with Andrew McCarthy, is in it? Yes, he's uh, in it. Rob Lowe. Yes. I almost said Molly Shannon, speaking of SNL. <laughs> Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. Who plays a uh, yuppie. Ali Sheedy is in yes. it too? Yeah. Emilio Estevez is in it. It's It should never have been made. Why? If you watch this, I mean, it's been a long time. Okay, I mean, but yes, I've watched this it. movie. Is such a disjointed mess. I don't know the end goal of this movie. I is. think the end it's goal. All over the place. I think the end goal is saying. How many of the Brat Pack people can we get and slap on the poster? And and it wasn't even all of them. Yeah, it wasn't all of them. And see if, uh, if Anthony could, Michael Hall knew better. If it didn't have to uh, be any good, it just had to have them on the poster. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty brutal. This, this is like a sour. Why you know you? what? No shitting on Three Floyd's Crimson Mask. I love it. We love Dusty Rhodes. You guys know we're big wrestling fans. So Three Floyd's one of the best yeah. breweries in the country. So I'm guessing that beer style for people who like that style. That's probably very good, but it's just not your like taste sensibility. I'm going to look it up. Why don't you quick. go, go on untapped and check in and Jim can put a plug for his untapped while he's That's uh, right. Yeah. So go on untapped and see if you can, uh, and find the crimson mask 3.64 rating. Okay. We're going to do a check in here. It's uh studio five, three, six. To dry wait, that's not right. That can't be right. Why? What is it saying? It says it's an it says it's a dry hopped amber lager. I'm not getting an amber lager at this at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a, a two a three rating. I'll be nice. A three rating. So it says okay, sour, acidic. Yes, it is. I was right. It was a sour. Okay. There we go. I checked in to my untapped. That's for all of you beer aficionados out there. Westy, shout out to you, uh -huh. our friend at Champions of All Time, where according to that one app out there, I created a concert and the Champions of All Time will be co-headlining with Kenny Loggins on the third stage. Here we go. I, uh, yeah, let's see. We got, we got a beer this time, Kevin. That sounds good. Oh, God. <laughs> God why are you doing this to me? <laughs> it's pickle. I hate pickles. It's, it's, it's a pickle beer. Jim just is torturing me. I hate pickles. All right. So Disgusting. now I'm going to oh, my... get my papers here. Here we go. There's no papers. I had a feeling Jim was just going to get me all stuff I would hate. 
No, there's not all on there that you'll. We're have. halfway through, and you're 0 for three. You got me Jägermeister, which made me deathly sick. You got me banana pudding cream with hot sauce. We, and now you got me a, a pickle beer. Listen, we could sit here and drink six Budweisers, and people are like, "It's, it's an advent calendar. You're supposed oh. to be shocked and awed." Well, I'm gonna pour this. I'll probably take a drink. And one of the likely. coolest. I love these. I see these all the time at like random thrift stores. It's from what's the name of the place? It went out of business a long time Peter ago. Peter Pan Inn. Peter Pan Inn. I think 1977. So mine is Shock Top. Ah, oh, Twisted Pretzel. Jeez. I thought you'd like it. Do you think I will? I oh, know. that's a dude. That it's smells a, just, just like a, bread. It's a Belgian ale, but it's pretzel. So Ooh. I thought you'd like it. That's right. Well, we'll give it a whirl. Oh, let me read the papers real quick while I'm pouring. Spicy pickle beer. What a fucking asshole. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I, Jaws 3. Hell yeah. Yeah. Say by the Bell Xmas. The the Mall Christmas yeah, episode. I'm very familiar with that one. Okay. So mine is Walk Like a Man. Is that the Howie Mandel movie? <laughs> No idea what that you is. You don't? No idea. Dude, that's a perfect candidate. <laughs> Never heard show. like it. And TGIF on ABC. Oh my god, that's legendary. Right. Can I have a can I have a glass? Oh, you're gonna use a glazer? Oh, yeah, I'll use a glazer. Unless you you were you oh no, here you're playing. I'll doing a bottle. Fuck it. Let's give it a swirl. See, I like pickle stuff. Spicy and it's pickle. Ooh, that that is wow, that kicks you right up. Yeah, it's got a lot of throat heat. Right in the gooch. That's what they called me back in college. Throat heat. Called throat heat. Hey Youngstown yo. Goblin with hey throat yo. heat. That sounds like one of those mythical characters like we saw at Cinema Wasteland, like Can Crusher. And- well, apparently I'm becoming one as I sit here and drink Jägermeister, banana pudding cream, and uh Ooh, dude. <laughs> I'm, dig- I'm, I'm digging Shock Top. So Shock Top is just uh, is Blue Moon. It's just a, and oh, yeah. I think the Anheuser Busch Blue try Moon it? or whatever. But uh, I like it. Yeah, it's like I got a dry thing. Yeah, it's very Auntie Anne's. All right, Jim, go ahead and kick Jaws three in 3D. Oh God, such a good movie. So obviously Jaws iconic. Yeah. And they kind of uh, drop off as they go. Now, Roy Scheider wanted nothing to do with the... He didn't yes. even want to do Jaws 2. He completed Jaws 2 begrudgingly. This one, fuck off. We're going to do your son and add <laughs> We're in Dennis do Quaid yeah. and SeaWorld. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. And it's I've never seen it in 3D. I really wish I could. They make the uh, wax packs of the Jaws 3 trading cards. I wish that I had those as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Oh my God. So walk like All a right, man. Jim, just based off the title, tell me what you think. Well, at first I thought you were going to be like, walk like a man. I thought this was going to be like the Jersey boys. Go ahead or- and tell us about the the song. Go ahead and tell okay. us about the Frankie walk Valley like and a man the Four Seasons. By Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons is one of the greatest songs of all time. Would you like me to sing a little? Yeah, do that. Wow. Walk, walk, walk. She said... Now, walk like a man oh, does not face star. wasn't here singing. Yeah. <laughs> that tastes like when you pull. It's awful. A pepper out of the garden. Just straight out of the. Like if you're. With in, fertilizer. Yeah, like that has a miracle fucking grow If you were to pull a, a pepper oh. out of the garden and take a bite. But you know what's weird though? Take a sip of that. Then take a sip of this. It is the weirdest combo. It Whoa, works. Yeah. It's, so I've. Jägermeister. <laughs> banana pudding with hot sauce. Spicy pickle beer. 
Yeah. So walk like a man. Okay. What you do you think? It, it, you said it starts Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. What year? So he doesn't want to touch anything. What year is it? It's are, in the glorious, perfect movie year of 1987. Okay. So the year before he did a fine mess with Ted Danson. So that's another movie I want to cover because it's ridiculous. It involves horse doping. It's so <laughs> fucking weird. And the guy from Empty Nest is in it. Richard Mulligan. Dick Mulligan, if you want to. So I'm thinking walk like a man. Is it a period piece or is it literally worth 87? Why would it be a period piece? I'm thinking it's from 87, but he's this is like Frankie Valley, like 63 or something. Like you that. think it's how, how Mandel 75. Frankie Valley? <laughs> Howie Mandel played Frankie Valley? It would be the greatest thing ever. Oh, that's funny. So let me tell you, Howie Mandel. Now, I grew up, this was like a cable rerun. I'm sure Kalenich out there. Yes. I, I, he, this is like up his alley, I feel like. like. He had to have watched it. I know Jamie Grant's a fan. So Howie Mandel plays a character named Bobo. His name's Robert, but his brother, when they were kids, always called him Bobo. All right. They say Robert. So he's separated from his family when his brother pushes him on a sled down a hill and he ends up getting raised by wolves. So as a man, he gets reunited with his very rich family. What? And he's set to inherit the fortune, except... He acts like a literal dog. Like he sniffs people's asses. Wait a minute. I think I might have seen this he as a kid. He licks people's faces. His brother is Christopher Lloyd, who like wants the Wait, inheritance. What? Yeah, Christopher Lloyd playing Howie Mandel's brother. They both like, he wants the inheritance. Howie Mandel doesn't even know what like inheritance is because he's a yeah. dog. But there's a lot of like just real funny scenes of, of Howie Mandel acting like a dog. It's really? It's insane. Yeah, it's nuts. Okay. So my next one. Oh, I guess it would be me. Oh, yeah, it would. Saved by the bell. Yes. Mall Christmas. So Kelly gets a job at the mall and Zach ends up meeting a girl who works at this store. It's like a, it's like a mall clothing store. Yes. And the boss, he's a real stickler. He's a real, uh, holds them to, to everything. Zach befriends the girl and you find out that she is homeless. Okay. Her and her dad. And so they like try to like raise money to help her. But then the boss accuses her of stealing and like, it's a whole, uh, thing. And at the end of the episode, she starts living with Zach's family, which is so weird until the dad can get a job but like in Saved by the Bell fashion like in the wrestling episode with the girl and like the wheelchair episode with the girl the episode with the heavy girl that wins the date auction all characters that Zach dates that you never see again you know what he's such a piece of shit yeah. <laughs> we, we've talked about Zach Morris this episode literally starts out with her passing Zach in I don't even know what kind of the section of the mall they're in. It's one of those isolated weird sections. He literally just sees a hot chick and starts talking. Mm-hmm. To her. And this episode has like a real wholesome message is, you know, she's homeless. She's with her dad. Her dad is struggling. And right off the bat, Zach's just trying to think of getting laid. Yeah. Well, he's, he's just, it's going to be easier to do when he gives her a place to live yeah. because they come and start living at Zach's house. Yeah. Come over, mom. Let's, let's have fun. Yeah. Pretty crazy. All right. So Jim, uh, your last one, your next one. All right. So here we go. My next one here on the 2022 I keep alcohol. making faces and it's because of the pickle beer. Yeah, don't. If it's horrible, no, it's, stop. it's all right. I, no. I like beers. So. Here, I'll, you know, fuck it. I'll go with you. Here we Check go. Check it. Oh, I just burped it up. You know what's bad about it? It's the smell before you drink it. It, oh, that spice hits you right at the back. I did yeah. not expect that. 
the guy, his name is Michael at Eminem Beer. Good guy. Thank you for following the podcast, by the way. Love you, Michael. I told him, I was like, what's the shittiest beer you have here? And he started chuckling. He's like, that pickle beer. He's like, I don't have any individual cans. He took a sixer and just here, take a can. <laughs> Great dude. I paid for it. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to get Michael in trouble if he's uh, watching. Send my regards from uh, the Youngstown Goblin, Hot but, Throat. Oh my God. That, Michael, you lived up to it as a shit beer. So, TGIF on ABC. Thank God it's Friday. Originally. What did it become at the end? Wasn't it Thank God It's Thursday or something like that? No, Tuesday? Thank, thank God It's Funny. Oh, that's right. Well, then they have beer starting to kick in. And, oh, I wish I knew how to burp. I'd feel so much better. So, on TGI Fridays, it was the event. You know, the every week event. You had Full House. It was, like a, it was a two-hour block. Two-hour block. Full House at 8 o'clock. Family Matters at 8.30. Step-by-step at 9. Oh, what came on? What was there it? There was uh, 9.30. Well, it, it started in the late 80s and went through the early 2000s. So, you had like Mr. Belvedere. You're perfect strangers. Who's the boss? Just the 10 of us. I don't think who's the boss. Also, real quickly, perfect strangers. Me and my girlfriend are now into the third season of Leftovers. The fact that you kick off an episode with, with the, the perfect per- strangers theme song is so cool. I popped so hard for yeah. it. Guys, check yeah. out The Leftovers. Awesome. 28 um, episodes. Awesome. Dinosaurs? I remember Not that. Not the mama. Spoiler alert. The show ended with the extinction of the dinosaurs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, great. Uh, climate. Step Killed by the Step. Boy Meets World. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yes. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Mm-hmm. Hey, mother, what rhymes with vagina? Sabrina. When did you start phasing out of the, the TGIF? Like, for me, it'd probably be around, like, 94, 95, like, 13, uh, 14. Yeah, probably, exactly, middle yeah. school. I don't think I watched it still by high school. I don't even know what was on it by high school. It's probably partly to do with my age and partly to do with what shows were on. It like, was kind of getting camp, and it just, you know, we were yeah. kind of catching on. It wasn't yeah. the best. So, okay. Well, I think it's time for our next oh, God. beverages. What could be next knife Knife. all right see what is next my twitch chat my pool seeders out there you guys having fun minky sunrise yes it's a fruited sour yes minky sunrise you keep promising that something good will be in here but i'm five or four in oh god so i got kronbacher which is german and it's just called hell hell great Fuck you. All right. Hell, I, I think that I think that beer is actually supposed to be good, if I'm not mistaken. God, it's amazing. We're a bunch of savages here. We just got beer lining everywhere. Okay, Kevin, you want to say what you're to say are? my name, say my name. Minky Sunrise Sour Ale and Home Alone. Kevin! Yes. And Cocoon. So I wanted to do a Christmas movie and then a senior citizen movie with yeah. about alien inhabitants and sex. That I always used to confuse with Platoon when I was a kid. You Whoa. Yeah. Okay. The most polar opposite movies. A movie about Vietnam. I was like four. And what about octogenarians having sex? I was like four, so it, it all lined up. So I got a good dichotomy here with Hell. I have Tom Green. Which I enjoyed his show, and then we'll he get did, into it in a minute. Yeah, and then Little Giants, which okay, great movie. Spike don't play with girls. Spike don't care. Oh my god! Wait a minute. Here we go. Smell it. Just smell it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's called Minky. There's no Minky involved. It smells like the janitor putting the sawdust on the puke. Hmm. There's really no definitive smell to Kronbacher Hell. 
All right. Should, should I go first or? Uh, yeah. And you go ahead and go first. Uh, give us Tom Green. Oh my God. So Tom Green, this is the Tom Green show. This is the Green Dow. Tom Green did, was he featured first on Canadian TV and then MTV kind of picked it up? I think. Yes, exactly. So, and it was him and his buddy, Phil Giroux. I'll never forget Phil Giroux. He called him Phil Gyrox. He was his Andy Richter. They don't think I'm Phil Giroux, king of the women, king of the babes. And Phil didn't really talk. That was his thing. And Tom Green, just, you know, the Bum Bum song. I remember he did that. Well, at the time, it wasn't viral, but it ended up getting to number one on TRL Kids. I don't know if you remember or not, but three o'clock every afternoon after school, you come home and you watch TRL to find out what the top 10 music videos are. And for one week and one week only, Tom Green's The Bum Bum Song hit number one on TRL. Well, there's a reason. And uh, plug your ears out there if you don't like this. TRL was recorded a full week in advance and wasn't live. And uh, basically they were like, all right, Tom, this is great and all. but <laughs> Dude, this tastes... Oh. <laughs> Okay, the best way I can describe this, I have no idea, but this tastes like you flushed a dainty urinal oh, cake no. and you drink the afterwater. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever tasted. Like, I'd rather oh. drink, I'd rather piss in this pickle beer and drink it than take another. You want to drink my urinal no. cake water? Try this. Okay. God. Oh, God. Oh. Why do you do this to me? What do you want you, you to me? Buy me a buy me a good drink. You Fine, like I'll put Bud these. Light in there next time. It just tastes like I mean, there's nothing to it. Just oh, I like it. Yeah, it just has like kind of tastes like uh, this water. Bud heavy in a room full of cigarettes. Okay, first off, the smell of this. It's impossible. Drink a Minky Sunrise. Show our Twitch, oh, our God. pool seniors. Minky Sunrise, four ninety nine. Probably should have cost ninety nine cents. I almost got OE. I pulled this. Do five. I would rather had OE. I like it. It's the worst taste I've ever. It's had. the worst thing I've ever. What is that? What is that? I'd rather have the hell just tastes I'd like I'd rather have it tastes like heavy Budweiser with cigarettes with yeah, cigarettes I'll, in it maybe and our buddy Jason West when I went to his wedding I was handed a empty glass which I thought it was it was full of cigarette <laughs> oh, no. and cigar ashes yeah. and I chugged it and I was uh, drunk I'd rather drink that yeah so are you gonna check in with that uh yeah let's <laughs> do it I'm gonna give it a 0. 0.0 Mr. Blutarski oh my 0. 0.0 Mr. Blutarski Zero point zero. Tom Green <laughs> showed up in our lives Shit. in 1999 via MTV, but he did have a public access show in Canada, Yes, which was much earlier, and it was basically MTV trying to recreate what uh, he had done prior. Such a bizarre time. Like All the shows happening at this time were like shock humor. So you had like him kind of, for the younger audience, it's sort of like what Eric Andre's show is now. So it's kind of like you have a guest in the studio, but it's not really a serious thing. I can remember, like I really loved the episode when he was on the cruise cruise ship and he's trying to make a that. chest hair sandwich and like sometimes he'd be skateboarding or whatever so showing on hi hiatus when he got testicular cancer and the crazy thing is is like i think jackass debuted six months after tom green went on hiatus yeah i think you're right and then i'd that. say once jackass debuted they probably stole oh. quite a bit of his thunder and then uh he married drew barrymore remember that was that a stunt or uh, he literally did well i both probably oh my stomach feels uh, horrible freddie got fingered 
Fucking one of the worst. I watched Grind 50 times. It's like the ultimate WTF movie. I almost reached movie. for that beer again. Uh, before, yeah, before a Tom Green show, after a Tom Green show, he does stand-up. So right. uh, still doing stand-up. God, I keep going back to that shock top. That's great. Yeah, that's it's much better that's than- That's really good, okay, guys? Minky. <laughs> hey, guys. Do you like Minky Sunrise? I know I do. If you don't, I'm going to fucking get upset, okay? Uh, it's, it tastes like- <sighs> It tastes like when some There's kid, no description. When I, a kid pukes in- What a, is the flavor profile on- It's a fruited sour. Fruited. What's yeah. the fucking- What fruit? Like, what kind of- Like, okay, full disclosure. What I was going to do was initially get you five random beers, and then the holy shit moment was going to be durian juice. What? Now, durian is known oh. to be the most disgusting fruit ever. Yeah. It smells like a, a shit diaper yeah. and tastes like it. I was going to hit you with durian. I couldn't procure durian in time. Where did you buy this? This at M&M Beer in Hermitage. So I, Home Alone, so Kevin McAllister. Merry Christmas movie. That's why I wanted to do one. Yeah, Kevin McAllister. You already did Saved by the Bell Christmas, but sure. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Kevin McAllister, he gets left home alone by his parents in a house that how does his dad afford? Because that is like a million and a half dollar house or something. I mean, it's like it, here, it's like a million and a half, half and dollar the, house. You know what the funny thing is? Though, if you look at that house back then at 1990, $250,000 house. Now, $2.5 million house. I can't believe you're still doing it. Makes me want to die. Yeah, it's I just bad. don't want to waste it. Yeah, so he, the parents, there's like, are, I don't know if they're paying for everyone to go on vacation, but it's like 20 of them go on vacation. And Kevin's mad at his family, whatever. So they all leave to go on vacation, realize they've flown to France and left him at home. So he has to fend for himself, which would be hard enough, just oh, yeah. literally procuring groceries, you know, doing laundry and going to, I don't think he has to go to school. I think it's Christmas break, but whatever. No, it is Christmas break. But, but on top of it, you've got these neighborhood burglars, 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 burglars who need to not need to, but want to rob houses. Yes. So that he essentially sets up a house full of traps and fucks these guys up. Oh, dude. I mean, if the, if the violence were realistic in this movie, they would only make it through like one or two of these stunts. Oh, they'd be dead because they'd be dead. Quite frankly, let's put it in real time. They, you know, B and E possible kidnapping. Kevin almost, I mean, attempted murder in today's but modern he, judicial system. Well, it's like premeditated because it's like yeah. he didn't just grab like a, a blowtorch. Like he like rigged up the door to be a blowtorch. So it's like premeditated where uh, he sets one of them on fire. He hits one in the face with an iron. They like knocks him down the stairs or he takes a huge back bump. Now, how incredible would it be if he did kill them? It'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean, it'd be like a, a really insane twist. Okay. So mine is a Walt Disney early 90s staple. And we brought this up a couple weeks ago for our Halloween, our second, yeah, our second Halloween special, Idle Hands. This is where Devin Sawa was a heartthrob, in my opinion. Idle Hands, not so much. Looked like he smelled like piss. <laughs> in this one, what was amazing about Little Giants is Rick Moranis, one of the greatest Canadians, once again, Canadian actors of all time. He is just, you know, that single dad. He's a divorced dad, right? He got divorced from his wife and now he's raising. I thought she died. 
Or that's right, maybe she did die. But now he's raising his daughter, who is a tomboy, who goes by the affectionate name of Icebox. Becky the Icebox O'Shea. Becky O'Shea. And his brother is Youngstown own, hometown right here, Ed O'Neill, yeah. who owns O'Shea Chevrolet. He's, he was a former Heisman winner. He played for the Cowboys. That's right. He's, I think he has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, he's the super popular one. And Rick Moranis is like the little runt little yeah. brother. So uh, Kevin O'Shea, Ed O'Neill, has a peewee football team that wins every year. They're yeah. the Cowboys. Yep. Apparently sponsored by Dallas because they he has all the money, all the uniforms are the top one. Now, his brother, Rick Moranis, decides to start one his own team. Just the guys that never had a chance to be on the popular team. They were the runts yeah. of the litter. And he said, hey, you guys are going to be cast aside. We're going to have this ragtag football team. It goes along the lines of the Mighty Ducks, yeah. I would say. The outcasts. And in the end, it's him and his brother in the Pee Wee Super Bowl. Yeah, and of course, his brother good. basically convinced him. Kevin says, one town, one team. You can't have two teams. Yeah. In our so, bit. Urbana, Urbana, Ohio, or Urbana, yeah. Ohio, whatever. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so they play one game, winner take all. Yes, and the uh, he gives this riveting halftime speech where he you beat Kevin down Cherry Hill. And, it's like Devil's Backbone. Yeah, and, and like uh, he's like, yeah. So he gets them all pumped up on this one time. All it takes is one time, and they win using the strengths or uh, you know abnormalities of the players. Yeah, including my most annoying thing about this movie, the annexation of Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. This kid has like four lines in the movie and all of them are let me show you the annexation of Puerto Rico yeah. is it time for the annexation of and Puerto he Rico is the typecasted nerdy geek kid also shout out John Madden is yeah. in this movie boom whop, boom yeah it's nuts it's it's really crazy but it's it's great it's still enjoyable it holds up well yes got a, yeah Devin Sawa and Becky the Icebox O'Shea I'm trying to remember who I remember is is a kid I'm like this came out when did this come out 94 95 I think 94 so she was yeah she was around our age well around my age I would believe so it's really good yeah so uh, I enjoy Little Giants now, right. Kevin polar opposite of Little Giants and it not platoon kinda it's not platoon cuckoo Charlie it's cocoon about old people who find the fountain of youth they i want to say it had something to do with like aliens and yeah. stuff like that oh like yeah aliens, aliens were give inhabiting them. them aliens give them yes exactly they seem to be in not to sound you know uh discriminatory or but knocking on death's door and they're they're ready to go to the great beyond but the aliens give rejuvenate them and basically they feel like teenagers again so they're partying they were, having sex they were rejuvenated before lost yes. it got rejuvenated it again bluechew.com that's from pootie tang which <laughs> does not appear on any of my cards so uh wilford brimley's in it he was probably 34 but he looked like an octogenarian at the it's time. so crazy how people back brian dennehy so steve gutenberg's in it goats jessica tandy so it had all clint howard's in there had a decent little cast yes and they made uh they made cocoon the return that's they made right. a sequel a in 88 sequel. so oh, it yeah. made 85 million dollars on a 17 million dollar budget because what the late 80s or mid 80s audiences were really clamoring for <laughs> were old people quick pull would you pull seniors like us to do a cocoon watch no along? i don't do that <laughs> all right Is so that, last you did both oh well, yeah little giants okay yes. little giants All right, what do you got? 
Okay, for beer, I have Hot Take Imperial IPA, Magnify Brewing, Craft Brew in oh, Fairfield, New Jersey. Fuck. Oh, sorry, we got a little one. But it's premium. Don, ooh. Top shelf Don, tequila. We got Don Julio, top shelf tequila. Now, The Rock, if you're watching, I know you are. I'm, I love Terramana. So Terramana is my go-to. Oh, but God. Interstellar Julio. and Anchorman. So both, both I can talk Polar about. opposites. So I got greatest arcade game of all time. I very liked it. It's very subjective. And, ah. Oh, Gleaming the cube, baby. Hey, Luchero. All right. The funny thing about this is, I don't know. How the fuck do you get this open? You don't. Oh, okay. There it, it is. It's the bottle. It has plastic explosives. Guys, also check out the American Zenial, the real Michael. Well, it's not the real Michael Kalenich anymore, but check him out on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe. Great content, great food reviews. One of our favorites. And check out the American Zenial Universe and E Wrestling League that uh, I used to be a part of, but I got fired. So fuck them. You got fired? Yeah, I got fired. Oh, In storyline. Sandworms. Hate them myself. Mm, can I have a shot glass? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, I think we used them both. Oh, did you use them both? Yeah, no, I okay. would not. Yeah, I'm fine. Would you like to go first? I'll just take it right out of here. Oh, okay. Interstellar, Christopher Nolan movie. Great movie. I love Christopher Nolan. I don't like Interstellar. Really? And see, I need to watch Interstellar again to give it I, a good... I don't like it. It's uh, it's like um, a time travel movie, but it's like a... It's our spoilers, but it's like a twist that time has been traveled because it's about, uh, you know, basically the earth is unhabitable and uh, there's dust. Aren't all like all natural resources are gone? Yeah, there's a dust bowl and stuff. So they send this astronaut out in space to, to help. And in this house, they keep getting messages like little books moved and piano notes yep. and stuff. Well, it turns out it's actually their dad from the future. And in this wormhole, it's like time is flat kind of. Okay. So it's like um, it's like a whole quantum physics take. Now, about- how many times have you seen Interstellar? A few. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really a fan. See, I need, I've I watched just, it once and it's at least a, you have to watch it twice to kind of get the concept yeah, of it. I, I, it's a good head on that. Yeah. It's almost like Guinness throat goblin. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So interstellar is, it's pretty good. I mean, Matthew McConaughey is in it. We yep. like him. All right. Baker all right. All right. All right. How's the Don Julia? Okay. I'm about to do it. Prost. It would help. <laughs> it would help. Fuck. Oh, it would help if I took the plastic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like tequila, don't get me wrong, but I don't really drink much hard liquor anymore. Yeah, not straight. Oh, not straight, you big hey, chaser. Chase it. <laughs> chase it with the... All right. Oh, fuck, I grabbed the Dusty Rhodes one. Yeah. Oh, what's up, Sapphire? Sapphire, oh, Sapphire. Sapphire, baby. Okay. Oh, my God. The greatest arcade game of all time. Now, some of you may or may not know, at one point I had five arcade machines in my... When I moved into this Gem- place... Gemini. Gemini. Road trip. Gemini. Gemini and Youngstown. Gemini and Youngstown Goblin. and Gemini from the American Gladiators did a road trip. <laughs> a beer mustache. <laughs> So we did a road trip to Allen. No, no. The first one was it? Well, Allentown? we're living here in Allentown. Allentown. Kevin loves Billy Joel. Big fan. You guys heard about that? So when I first moved in here, I said, if I get my own place, I'd like to have a Pac-Man arcade machine. A Ms. Pac-Man bought one. Pac-Man fever. Then Kevin and I said, fuck it. Let's just start getting more arcades. So we so got Jim started looking at the internet for deals. Apparently yeah. nowhere was too far. <laughs> this is back when gas was uh, like two bucks a gallon. Yeah. Kevin and I decided to make a, the first trip to Reading, Pennsylvania, which is Eastern PA and got like an all in one, like midway cab, yeah. which 
kind of shitty cab if yeah. you think about it in the end. But then I, st- I still have that cab and yeah. it's kind of fun just as a novelty yeah. to open up the door because it's got AV hookups, which is so you can hook up an old system yes. to an arcade cab, not use the arcade controls, no, but you can hook up a system inside of it. So no, like, the ar- the arcade controls are not great, No, but at one point, Kevin and I decided, Hey, let's get more cabs. So we went to Allentown, Pennsylvania, and we found like this townhouse that was selling in a tax cabinet. Never heard of it, but I wanted to make a main cabinet guy was selling it for two. 50. His name, I kid you guys not, was Fabian Scorpio. And what you would imagine what Fabian Scorpio would yeah, look like. He had like a single Yu-Gi-Oh card <laughs> scotch taped to his brick wall. So he had one of those old school like basements that had like the open shutter doors yeah. to go down into. Yeah, very narrow, very steep. Dude, in that basement had a smell to it. But yeah. when Kevin and I walked into his house, we thought we were going to be murdered. Yeah. So we had it there. He's like, I plugged in and it doesn't work. And I told Kevin, I'm like, I'm not paying 250 for this, but we came all this way. I offered him 75 bucks. Kevin and I literally hauled this thing upright out of a basement with like three broken stairs. And yeah. we got a tax. And, and we had to walk it like two, two blocks. Fucking horrible. And, uh, but the sad thing about the whole situation and F- Fabian Scorpio, if you're listening, Fabian, Kevin, Fabian, not to, Fabian. not to make you uh, feel bad, but like <laughs> he kept saying, he, he was obviously self-conscious of how he lived because he kept yeah. telling us like, Oh, I have a house in the Poconos. And it's like, okay, does it look like this? Well, deal? do you remember we went, I think we went into his living room and it smelled like yeah. cat piss and shit. Yeah. And you know what? So he, was people that the are, trip where we, somehow stopped at like some dude's house who had a huge no we bought a different cab remember the dude who had the arcade in his house that's right yeah that was fucking awesome that was really cool that guy was like either going through a divorce or that arcade. that was was where we got the midway cab because he had tapper and all that stuff that was was going to like cause him to get a divorce or something we yeah he lived near a golf course and we got it out through his garage yeah that was easy that attacks one weighed 700 pounds yeah but it was a quick story the greatest arcade game of all time i guess i'll always be partial to ms pac-man it is yeah. so great i still have the high score on my cabinet nobody's touched it yet bring it on challengers bring it on but you don't let anyone play kevin has a soft spot for tapper i love tapper but it's not my favorite but what is what's your favorite well, I, I would say okay so in the mix we have donkey kong pac-man miss pac-man space invader centipede sentimental one for me <laughs> is spy hunter i like spy <laughs> hunter because this pizza shop i used to like they had a spy hunter cab yeah. in their uh in their lobby so i remember waiting on pizza and playing spy hunter i really like the side scrolling tmnt and simpsons i like any of the the wrestling ones yeah. Like WrestleFest, like any of those with the, uh, you know, pump quarters in to like joy. Yeah. Those were always fun. But the yeah, side scrolling, like the TMNT and Simpsons were great. <sighs> Simpsons especially. But I think this Fuck. is, you're going to hate me for this. My favorite arcade cab very well may be cruising usa i would hate you for that it's an awesome it's cab. fucking because it's not a classic i mean it, it's a classic to us But I, it wasn't I love like, Daytona USA. Yeah, it's not it's not Pac-Man, it's not Donkey Kong. But yeah, it's it's Cruising USA is awesome. And post edit for this podcast, you guys can listen on Apple, Spotify, Podbean. Make sure you guys subscribe today. Leave a five-star review. Win a prize ski. I will put in the Daytona soundtrack. But Ooh. 
it's the best. But Cruising USA, I used to play it all the time at Funland Arcade, yeah. the Eastwood Mall. And you remember the, uh, was it Hydro Thunder? You remember those Yes. Cabs? So in the Hydro Thunder cabs those were, multi-cabs were, were working properly, they would have, it would blow the cold air on you or mist or whatever. Yes. It's pretty sweet. I like that. Have the crazy jumps and stuff. They have, uh, they still have those at like uh, Dave and Buster's type places. It's so weird because the closest thing to barcades that we appreciate being older are like 16-bit. Yeah. Like the barcades are great because there's, it's like the seediness of it. There's a lot of those too. And uh, I see they're getting closer to opening that one near us in Gerard. That's right. It used to be in the old soon. IGA. Yeah. Yeah. In, the, in an old grocery store. Now they're going to put a pinball and arcade. It looks awesome. Hey, I wonder if that place still has a liquor license. That's what I wonder. Grocery store. I wonder if they're going to get a liquor license. Cause that one. here's the issue I have. Gerard's a real. Oh, yeah. Gerard's Gerard. Gerard is Gerard. So good luck having fun or driving anywhere above 20 miles an hour in Gerard. Yeah. We used to hang out at Amen Corner. Yeah, all the time. And they always had that neat spot that was a hundred different things. I used to the DJ cursed, there all the time. Buildings, yeah. but they had a good beer selection, good food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Gerard is. No good. fun. Yeah. No <laughs> fun, Gerard. That's a good way. Anchorman. Yeah. So. Uh, the in, classic. In March, I will be going to the Whale's Vagina, San Diego. <laughs> and uh, I thought you were going to be, I'm going to star in Anchorman 3. I'm going to be in Anchorman 3. Doing it right. I'll be the Channel One News team. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Ling. And I'm Anderson Cooper. This is Channel One News. Uh, Channel One. Is Anderson Cooper going to be there and Lisa Ling? Yeah, we are. We yeah. Are, totally. Yeah. Anchorman is a classic. Like, it, it's such a ridiculous premise that it, that it worked and worked so well. And uh, at some point in between the first one and the second one, one it definitely like jumped the shark because Anchorman is incredible there's so many one-liners it's hilarious it's like you know ob- objectively hilarious but like it just too many people quoting it too many like you'd wake up Ron Burgundy which was great but then Anchorman 2 is like one of the probably the worst movie I've ever seen in theaters I I hate the fact that I spent money in theaters to see that oh. never should have been made no and then now there's the Ron Burgundy podcast which is very popular really he's an in-character Ron Burgundy and he interviews people as Ron Burgundy. Oh, I'd be interested in that. It's been going for like three or five years. How did I years. not know about yeah. this? It's like one of the top podcasts in the world, but oh there's Ron Burgundy podcast. It's it's hilarious. There's so many great scenes. Paul Rudd, incredible. Oh, he's good. West Mantooth. <laughs> yeah. I love Lamp. Yeah, everybody's so good in it. And then all the cameos are so good. I can't believe you're struggling so bad with that. I'm not used to hard liquor. Yeah. Don Julio's great. I but prefer Terramana. Mix something with it. Yeah, I've been chasing we, I it. wish we had a little uh, glass because I wish you could uh, mix it's, it. No, don't them. get me wrong. Don Julio, it's really good. I'm Terramana, that comes off flinty. A little bit more flinty than mm. I'm used to. I like Terramana. Look, man, we'll save the duh. Uh, I like how you're... Zero. Yeah, you're... Uh, <laughs> oh, it doesn't help. You're struggling stuff. with Don Julio. Probably because I have... There's fucking plastic. I'm drinking yeah. plastic. But you're struggling with Don Julio, but you like Terramana. I like Terramana. Yeah. Um, Just because of the rock association. Yeah. Okay, so my one is Gleaming the Cube. Probably the preeminent Christian Slater movie we have covered. Pump up the volume. There I almost said Flight of the Volume. I was going to let you. I was uh, Flight of the Volume. Flight of the Volume. <laughs> I almost confused with Flight of the Navigator and Pump Up the Volume. Flight of the Volume. Cool sceners. We will cover Flight of the Navigator because that movie gave me nightmares as a kid. Yep. Gleaming a Cube. Awesome. Why skateboarding? That's it. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, the alcohol is kicking in. But you have his name's Brian. He His buddy hangs out. Oh, what's his buddy's name? He has a weird, the redheaded kid, flat top. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. He had a funny name. Tony Hawk makes a cameo in it. Yeah. 
the big skateboarders of the time are in this movie. At one point, they have like a nuclear fallout bunker. Well, that's his friend lives in it. I can't remember his, his name. friend's bedroom is like a nuclear Yabo. bunker. Yabo. Yabo. Yabo, that's his name. But at one point, the scene, the end, the climactic ending scene. This movie is not at all what you'd expect because no, for he has like again, an adopted Vietnamese brother yes, and keep shouting to keep shouting out Kalenich. Like this seems like it's like right up his alley. Oh yeah, but this movie is like it's almost marketed as this like Gleaming Cube means nothing. No, it's skateboarders stupid. will tell you like Gleaming, like, Gleaming Cube doesn't mean anything. If anything, they're pissed off by it. It wasn't some term that they used, but so it was marketed is like this skateboard movie as like airborne or something. Yes. It's not. It is like a hard boiled, like chase scene, like crime. Got to solve the crime. Uh, you know, bad guys are on our asses type movie. Yes. But the, the scenes climactic ending when he has to go after the bad guys with his cop buddy, Lucero. Awesome scene. He also has that like diamond steel pattern, like deck which was awesome. Yeah. I remember as a kid, granted my mom, shout out to my mom, would not let me stand on a skateboard. I had to sit on it, <laughs> which is stupid. She bought me a really cool, like white and black skateboard with red trucks. I thought it was awesome, but she's like, Jamie, you can't stand on it. Sit on it. So try doing anything on a skateboard on a stone driveway. Let me tell you pretty fucking pointless, but he had the like coolest deck. And I remember his buddy Yabo gave him like ultra fast wheels and a lighter yeah. truck. Uh -huh. But then he teamed up with Tony Hawk and like Steve Caballero. It was the preeminent like skateboard movie. It was awesome. If you can find it anywhere, I don't know if it's streaming like on Tubi. I have no idea. Check out Gleaming the Cube Kids. It's awesome. Some people preferred that. Uh, what was it called? The Josh Brolin. Oh, Thrash. Thrash. And some people like that one. Thrash is a good one. All right. I think we're ready for uh, beer six which I, I'm actually kind of digging. I think, I mean, this isn't like the best IPA I've ever had, this hot take, but it's <laughs> compared to this stuff, it's like drinking fucking liquid gold. The fuck is this? Three jello shots. Three jello shots. Oh, God. Okay. Is that your last one? So, yeah, this is six. Okay. That's six. Did you pull your six? Not yet. Mm -hmm. Do that. Three jello shots. Excuse me. All right, airplane bot <laughs> gold schlager. Yes, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> I just said this tastes like gold yeah. compared to this stuff, and then you give me literal gold. Has flakes gold of gold flakes in it, in Clids. It. Clids. <laughs> Clids. <laughs> Has flakes of gold in it, Clids. <laughs> Oh, nice lover boy. Yeah. And meatballs part two. Mark part head. two. That has a fucking alien in it. Meathead. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, God. So I have the objective Mount Rushmore of 80s musician, not just your favorites. It's going to be an Alf. Oh, fuck. They killed him. <laughs> the fucking bastards killed him. killed him. All right. Um, okay. Well, let's uh let's go lover boy. So it's Patrick Dempsey. Yes. And he's what, a pizza delivery boy? It's a pizza delivery boy for senior pizza. <laughs> yeah, for senior pizza. And he ends up he doesn't sleep with all the women he delivers pizza to. He just ends up sleeping with like one kind of got looped into sleeping with one of I'm them. I'm gonna put the Goldschlager in yes. the cream. Oh my god, the Benablo? Yeah, you can have gold Benablo. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids out there love Gold Bonavlo. <laughs> Me, Ted. 
We killed Jim. Uh, so I'm lightheaded. So lover boy, he kind of like accidentally slept with somebody and then the word of mouth like spread. Can you open this? Uh, Do I need to knife it? What uh fuck. what year is Lover Boy? 1989. 80. Oh, it's that late. How the fuck do you is this like piss proof? Like what the fuck are you because it's, it's real gold, right? It's 24 uh, karat. Well, magic. that's so that's Dempsey coming off of uh don't buy don't buy me love. <laughs> don't, don't buy me love. Don't do it. Dude, I cannot get this. I can't open. either. I guess. Is there like a, a I don't care. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, lover boy. At one point he gets set up on a like a date to you know, almost sleeps with his mom. I, I really again another cable staple Dude. that I really liked watching. And it's kind of sad because I wish I could remember it more. I wish I could open the gold schlager. <laughs> but I cannot. Do you have a what? You want here, you want to try uh you want to try the can opener? What does what's that gonna do? <laughs> I have no idea. Busted. It's not glass, is it? Oh. But at one point. Yeah, you're right. It was a cable staple. There was a muscular guy in it who seemed like muscular Patrick Swayze. Muscular Chiz. Muscular Chiz. Muscular Patrick Swayze. Oh, I got it. Yes. And then he starts randomly sleeping with women and making money for college tuition. Oh, no. Do you remember Goldschlager smelling like that? Oh, it smells like schnapps. Oh, God. Oh, God. God, dude, so many memories. At one point, I remember when Rick and Jess had their house and they broke it in. I should, it's broken and they made something busted into a house. <laughs> when they first got their house, we had a party. I mixed Jägermeister, Ice 101, and maple syrup. And I was doing shots of that on top of like 24 Brew City loggers. I could not see color at uh, all. They just got new carpet put in that week, threw up fucking everywhere. It was like a combat roll. <laughs> don't buy me love. Money don't buy me love. Oh my God. People are loving the singing. People are loving it. <laughs> Pool sceners out there. How do you guys like Don't Buy Me Love by the original? This would have been Pete Best version of the Beatles is Don't Buy Me Love. Yeah, all the kids love it. Well, yeah, uh, Lover Boy. Kirstie Alley's in it. Kate Jackson from Charlie's Angels. All right, Jim, what's your first one you got there? All right. Okay. So the Mount Rushmore of 80s musicians, not just your favorite. So excluding Phil Collins and Huey Lewis in the news. Now, arguably, both of them could be on this thing but you could argue for them but those are my favorites those are your favorites so, but if you could legitimately argue for them huey lewis and the news created a genre almost they had a background in like bluegrass with clover then huey lewis and the news had some of the most iconic 80s songs of all time power of love um oh my god the beer's kicking in and all the drinking i can't remember all the song um but yeah sports uh all the albums are just phenomenal you can't associate the 80s without huey lewis in the news so you have to put huey lewis in the news on mount rushmore phil collins i love phil like god in the air tonight susudio classics but he's my favorite so objectively i have to leave him off mount rushmore okay, fair so Huey Lewis, I'm going to put him on. Man, the second one, there's so many good ones on Mount Rushmore. I think it'd be funny if I put Bon Jovi on there just to piss Fred off. I think off. you could. Fred Whitaker, I love you, my friend, but I have to put Bon Jovi on. Okay, there's yeah. fire trucks outside or something. I'm like, am I losing it? What they were it? excited. The paint, paint in one of these. They were excited that I put Bon Jovi on. But yeah, you think of 80s staple Bon Jovi? Shit, at that point, uh, do you put, God, do I put Journey on there? It's funny where you're going because I, do you want to hear mine or do you want to finish or do you want to hear mine? Okay, hear yours, then I'll give you my fourth. Michael oh, wait, Jackson. I got to do my cherry shot. It's called Slurp. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? 
Oh, it becomes gelatinous. It's jello. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awful. <laughs> All right. Uh, objective Mount, Billy Joel. Mount Rushmore of age musicians. Oh, it tastes like hairspray. <laughs> oh. Michael Jackson. Madonna. Oh, okay, Michael Michael Jackson goes on there. Madonna. Springsteen. <sighs> George Michael. Okay. No one looked more like the 80s to me than George Michael. Yeah. Like when I'm like somebody's like the 80s, I oh. picture George Michael. But you can probably switch George Michael for Prince. Okay, I'm pulling out Bon Jovi. I'm putting Michael Jackson in. So Huey Lewis, Michael Jackson. Let's see who else do you put in there? How do you not put Madonna? I don't like Madonna. Oh, yeah, objective though. Okay, objectively, Madonna goes in there. And then, God, you're looking at albums sold. I guess you would have to put Bon Jovi. Yeah, probably. You bon would Jovi. have to. I have Springsteen. Springsteen. I mean, so Springsteen definitely was very 80s. Anybody in the We Are the World music video, you could Dan throw in there. Dan, <laughs> just sit back there. Guys, one of our favorite episodes we ever did was the Swim Meet series of We Are the World. Guys, check it out. If you guys haven't checked this out yet, like, comment, subscribe, rate, and follow. You guys know better by now. Come on, don't be cray. All right. Uh, All right. Here. Good. You got your. You got your uh, 80s Mount Rushmore? Yeah, so okay. it's Huey Lewis in the News, Michael Jackson, Bon Jovi, Madonna. Okay, fair. Uh, meatballs part two. So <laughs> we have to tell you about Meatballs Talk part about one. Talk about what the fuck? Meatballs part one, summer camp movie. Every There's four Meatballs movies, none of which tied into the first movie except a passing reference in the third. The second one involves a lot of boxing and an alien in a raincoat who looks like, I don't fucking know what he looks like. Fuck. <laughs> he looks like a goon ET. Like a goon ET? Oh, just becomes like a curdled milk. You gotta just swallow it. Oh, fuck, I hate Jello. There's no room for it. Fuck you. Mm. Okay, he looks like if Mac and me and ET had a kid and he became green and Paul Rubens was. But there. he's not really green. He's kind of brown. It's like a brown green. He looks like a poop. Well, he says me, Ted, because the one character is Ted. Yeah. And he's trying to tell him, you know, me, he's mimicking him. Me, Ted, you. He says me, Ted. But Paul Rubens basically plays Bill Murray's character from the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. So Bill Murray uh, oh, fuck. is basically the star of the first one. Yes. And then the second one is just drops off a cliff with how bad it is. Richard Mulligan. The second Richard Mulligan reference. John, Lar- John Larroquette. John Larroquette. The second one. Like I said, a whole bunch of boxing. Meathead can make his eyes glow and like levitate stuff. Well, at one point he smokes a doobie <laughs> and was high. Yeah. Awesome. Fuck. And then we started watching, was it Meatballs 3 or 4 with Feldman? 4 is Feldman. It was like a, it's a jet ski yeah, movie. It's, like a, it's terrible. Third movie, Patrick Dempsey plays Rudy from the first movie. Oh. And Sally Kellerman's in it. Okay. Yeah, which is weird. And it turns into like a dive bar from like Roadhouse. Okay. Which is so, fucking weird. So it's weird because we're on from one alien to another. Yeah. Alf, and, old alien life form. Because Alf's not his name. His no. name is Gordon Shumway. And you guys can't see it, but in the corner of the room I have on my Justin Timberlake standee. It's kind of obscure. My ALF display. I have an ALF collection. So ALF eats cats, 
he's from the planet Melmac. The government kills him in the end. The end. There, there you go. No, uh, Alf ended up being, I want to say, a Tuesday night staple on NBC. Yeah. He was the ratings draw. He was an alien who lived with a family. Yes. What was the family's name? Oh, I don't know. But he lived with a family. He ate cats. Yeah. A lot of the jokes were nope. about... No animatronics. Yeah. yeah. They actually had a little person in an outfit when they did like full body scenes. Yeah. Other than that, he was puppeteered, but Alf was an awesome show. The Burger King tie in with the yeah, puppets. With the records, too. Oh, they were like so paper good. Burger King records. Yes. So, yeah, in the end, like they basically catch him and they kill him. Give they him an autopsy. Fucking kill Alf. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So Alf was nuts, but he's like iconic. I'm surprised that they never rebooted oh, Alf. I forgot I had one more. One more jello shot before we go. I love the sound effects of the jello shots. All right, Jim. So let's uh let's rank mm. these from best to worst. All right. Everything. No, no, no. So what was the best one you got me was this hot take IPA. Oh, did you like that? It was, I mean. Oh, co- is this it right here? Yeah. Compared, Can I try it? Yeah. Compared to these was a mile. Not the best IPA I've ever had, but not bad. Is oh, that's okay. A mile better than these. Okay. If you had to pick between the pickle mess. Yeah. Which and the minky. I would chug the pickle beer before I, I would. I would chug the absolute fuck out of that pickle beer before that minky. That I've, minky is the worst thing I've ever had. We've had our collective bags of shit, beer, and alcohol over the course of I, our lives. That ranks. That's I would top go tier. hot take. I would go the Jackson Morgan uh, Southern Cream. Really? I thought you would hate that. But is it because these are so bad? I that elevates. Then I'd go pickle beer. Then I would go Jägermeister. Then I would go the Minky is the worst thing on the table. So Goldschlager? Is oh, Goldschlager is fine. Okay. I mean, I would probably. Now, I think if you would have done the J.O., the Jägermeister. Oh mayo combo would have been through the roof but, but you neglected bed. so you like the banablo <laughs> yes guys banana liqueur and diablo from taco bell i created some today kalenich with the uh salad sunday oh my god kalenich i'm talking to you right now american zenio on youtube check him out when we do another twitch stream kevin and i are going to do 80s commercials there's a ton on there we're going to do a watch along of 80s commercials kalenich we're going to have you on the show if you guys if you want to be a part of it let us know and we're going to do salad Sunday on the air. We talked about this, I think, all the way back no, in the season. I think they shot it down. I think we said no, in oh, no way. Maybe no we go. should. It doesn't get that's guaranteed to taste better than Minky Surprise. I think we need to buy a bunch of Minky Surprise and just uh oh. force people to try it because it is disgusting. That's right. We should. All right, Jim, before we go, is there anything else you would like to discuss? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for joining us live on our first Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash pool scene podcast. Tell your friends, make sure you like in, you know, Instagram, Facebook, if you leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll send you a price ski. It's going to be awesome. Join it's the pool scene. You're awesome. paying shipping costs. You're pay- Yeah. We ain't doing that shit. Come on. We got to go so far. Autograph ski. But yeah, uh, I'm the Youngstown goblin at <laughs> throat burn, throat, hot throat. Dot com. So uh, Kevin, do you want to say, uh, what do we got coming up? We got a Christmas yeah, spectacular. So- This uh, advent calendar, we hope you enjoyed. It's uh, to kick off our December full of Christmas content starting next week with a Lifetime movie. Yeah. I think it's it's either Hallmark or Lifetime. I it's on the Lifetime app. It's called Dear Christmas, and it is a movie starring uh, Melissa Joan Hart and oh, Jason Priestley. It's a podcast And movie. it is loosely, I will say loosely, about a podcaster who doesn't really know how to podcast. 
Yes. It is a stupid movie. It's going to be fun to cover. And then uh, the rest of the month, we're, we have a gift exchange episode. Every year, we always exchange always gifts do live on the, live on the uh, episode, on the podcast. And then I think even though I think it releases the day after Christmas, I think we're going to cram one more Christmas movie before the end of the year. So yeah, the month of December is all Christmas themed. Then come 2023, you can get weird. Yeah. We're real weird. What the fuck you up? That's right. Uh, All right. Well, until next week, we hope you all return to join us. Silencia.